This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 40. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for listening. This is episode 40 already. Well, we're nearly at a half century of, of episodes. That's uh, it's quite exciting. And today what I'd like to do is talk about a question that actually came up in a Facebook group recently about reading books and what kind of books are the best to read if you're going to read something in your in a foreign language. But before we get into that, I'd like to thank the partners of the show the wonderful italki it's, it's it's where i get all of my language lessons and language practice every week because it's so convenient i just do it sitting in my living room and if you'd like to get a free lesson simply head over to i will teach you a language.com forward slash free lesson and you can take it from there so yeah i was in a in a, in a facebook group recently it's the, it was the facebook group for the add one challenge which i'm sure you've heard me mention before and a question came up about about reading because uh, i just uh, published a blog post uh uh, recently uh, on the blog called how to read effectively in a foreign language and i i uh, gave all of this in, all, all of my my ideas about how to actually read effectively you know how do you avoid getting overwhelmed by really difficult books but then the obvious question came up well okay well what kind of books should i be reading and it was really interesting because it i've thought about this a lot before and i've heard other people talk about it but um it hasn't really been written about so much and so i thought i'd i'd offer my my thoughts on this and um and so the question is basically i'd like to try my hand at reading a book i think the guy who asked it was reading uh, learning italian and um he just fancies reading a book he thinks it would be a good idea something he'd like to do a challenge he'd like to take on but the question is obviously you know what kind of book should i read and you know when you you always hear this advice from people which is oh well you should read children's books because children's books are easy because they're meant for kids so they must be easy right but in fact there's lots of problems with children's books and the first of which is that they're actually intended for kids and so you know if you're someone who who has kids and maybe reads a lot with with his or her kids then you know that you might find yourself relating to it a bit more so you might actually be able to enjoy it in 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 that in that sense but for i think for most of us listening you know we don't read children's books in our own language and so if you try to read children's books in your target language then you're just doing something unnatural for yourself and and you're going to get bored very very quickly the other thing about children's books is that uh, they've got they tend to have quite unusual and low frequency vocabulary if anyone has ever recommended to you before oh you should read harry potter in in, in your target language um well <laughs> you may well have read harry potter in english or in your on in your native language but do you really need to learn words for like frogs and wizards and hogwarts and all the i mean i haven't actually read them but i've i've seen <laughs> clips of, of movies here and there uh, there's all kinds of weird stuff to do with wizards and things that you you really don't need to know and you you're going to spend a lot of time learning vocabulary that you really you really don't need and so in general i think children's books are something that you you should probably avoid unless you're particularly drawn to them or or attracted to them so in that case, so if we're not reading children's books, then what other books are we going to are we going to read? Well, there's a few a few options. The first of which is graded readers, and graded readers are books that are have been simplified for the benefit of a language learner. And there are pros and cons to these. 
the, the big con is that they are not 100% natural language, and so they, are, they can be criticized for that. However, if you're just getting started, grading readers, graded readers can be a fantastic way to, 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 to start off. And when I, when I started learning Japanese, graded readers were really useful for me. And what I would say is, Get, read graded readers, but don't get parallel text. You know those books where you have like the English on one side and the Japanese on the other side or something? I recommend not using those if you are at a lower level. They can be quite useful at a very higher level so that you can actually start to read you know, real, genuine native speaker stuff. But I think for most people, it's best not to do that because it's just too easy. You know, you're reading in the target language. All you have to do is look look over on the other side of the page, and you've got the the English translation. And it just it's too easy. It takes all of the struggle out of it, and uh, you know, it doesn't encourage the kind of skills that we want in reading, which is to kind of keep going and to learn to learn to try to understand the plot, even if you don't understand every word. So st- steer clear of parallel texts. Um, non-fiction books tend to be the most approachable in a foreign language. Okay, so non-fiction books always the shorter, the better. But if you can find a non-fiction book on a topic that really interests you, this is probably going to be your best bet. Okay, so it might be a biography, it might be a how-to book or a self-help book or something like that. But non-fiction books tend to be written in a much more straightforward language. If you're writing a novel, you you use all kinds of flowery language to entertain the reader, but but non-fiction stuff is much more straightforward. So think about the last non-fiction book you read in your mother tongue and um, and then try to find that same book in your target language. It's going to be much easier than reading a novel. But if you would like to read a novel, then I suggest starting with any book that you've already read in your mother tongue and get the copy the translated copy in your target language. Okay, so for example, if you have read, if you really want to read Harry Potter, <laughs> then get a Harry Potter book that you have already read in English or any other language, and then get the, the the translated version in the language that you're learning. And that has a very powerful effect because you already know what happens in the story. You know, you already know the characters, the plots, you're familiar with what happens. So when you come to read in your target language it's not so much of a there's not so much unknown stuff going on it's you're much more familiar with everything and that's going to help you read between the lines make sense of words and grammar that you don't quite understand okay the other thing is if you've got a you know you've got it's really important when you're reading that you get something that you enjoy and that you're going to like because the the big problem with reading books is that they're really long and they can overwhelm you and so you've got to find something that you like so i think the first thing that i would do is if i was back home in london i would probably go to the to the something like the big waterstones bookshop in in piccadilly or foils on shaftesbury avenue and just spend some time browsing through the foreign language books there um if i was learning italian i'd go and look at all the all the books in italian try to um just look and see what's there find something that interests me and if something really stands out and captures my attention just go with that and then if you if you might not be a book person and if you if you're not a book person that's fine because there's, there's lots of other things that you could do as well there's so many uh, websites out there with, with um, or newspapers or whatever whatever it may be there's one website in particular that's really cool which is called project syndicate and project syndicate uh, is basically it collates opinion pieces from newspapers around the world and translates them into different languages. So you you can look at the English version of 
of an article and then read the French version, for example. And so this really helps to kind of springboard off another language to help you understand the language that you're reading. So that can be a really, really good uh, thing to do as well. I also wanted to, to mention a couple of tips mentioned by Judith Mayer, who is a, a fantastic polyglot who, who has a website called learnlangs.com. And she was involved in this, in this discussion on Facebook as well. And she mentioned a couple of things I hadn't thought of that were really, really useful. And the first of which is, um, she says that crime stories, romance stories, autobiographies, and travel stories tend to be easier to read as well. And that, that makes a lot of sense because they, I mean, I, I'm not sure exactly why crime stories or romance stories would be easier, but um, certainly the autobiographies and the travel stories, you know, that would be much more straightforward, right? So she recommends those as, um, as 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 genres of books to read. She also says that translated books are easier than original ones, and this is really interesting because it kind of makes sense, doesn't it? If you, if you're the the author in the original language, you 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 draw on everything you can, all the different resources and imagery nuance in the language to to make your point, right? But I guess a translator, well, a translator should, in theory, do the same thing, shouldn't they? Should, they should try to kind of convey the the essence of what's being said in the target language. But it stands to reason that, that you know, you can't always translate all of, all of the nuance from one language to another. So it, I, it makes sense that a translated book would be easier than than the original one. So that's something to, to, to think about as well. And she also mentioned The Little Prince, which I, I kicked myself when I saw because I've got um, The Little Prince. I'm sure everyone knows The Little Prince. If you don't, um, again, I'm going to put, I'll put uh, links to all of this stuff on the show notes, which you can find at IWillTeachYouALanguage.com forward slash episode 40. And The Little Prince is just one of those classic books. It's short, it's it's life affirming. It's it's wonderful. Great illustrations as well. And I, I must have read The Little Prince in at least five or six languages. And it's for yeah. For, I mean, for all those reasons, it, it's a wonderful book to read, and and it's very approachable and very short. So yeah, if you're looking for something to start off with, then The, the Little Prince as well would be a, a great way to start. So so yeah, that's that's all I wanted to talk about. I hope that's given you a few ideas for what 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 you could try to read in case you, you fancy reading something because reading is is such a huge thing you know it gives you more time with the language it gives you the chance to explore it in more depth without the the, the pressure of having to speak you know speaking is really high pressure when you're talking with a native speaker you don't have much room for for error you've got to be really on top of your game but reading just gives you the chance to 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 explore the language in more depth. So I really encourage you to read. And I've just published an article on, on the blog, actually, which is called How to Read Effectively in a Foreign Language. Again, I'll put that in the show notes. I'd also like to um, mention a great video of a talk that I mentioned Judith Mayer earlier. For, um, she runs the and runs and organizes the Polyglot Gatherings in Berlin every year. And in the first gathering last year she did a fantastic talk called matching methods and goals in language learning and and she talked about how to take your goals what you want to achieve and then what method is going to help you get there the best and in that she talks about this topic of reading and which are the best kind of 
things to read in order to reach your goals. So this is a resource I'd like to leave you with. It's a great, uh, it's a great talk. It was, it was filmed. It's, it's on YouTube and I've put the, the link in the show notes, which again, you can find at iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash episode. 40. So I hope that's helpful for any of you who, who, who do like reading. I've been become increasingly aware recently that a lot of, a lot of people that, that listen to the show and that read the blog are maybe not interested in speaking. And in fact, reading is, uh, is one of, is the thing that they are really most interested in. I had an interesting conversation with a guy the other day who said, look, Ollie, I, I just, I don't really care about speaking. All I want to do is read in Russian. He was learning Russian and he said, you know, reading literature in Russian is really the only, the, my main goal and it, and it, and it's fantastic i love the fact that i love that kind of clarity over what you what you like to do so i hope that's helpful and again before i leave i'd like to thank the sponsors of the show italki.com the place that i go to get all of my language lessons every single week if you don't currently speak with a native speaker in your target language and you want to improve your speaking italki is the best place to do it head over to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash start speaking and we've got a buy one get one free deal for you there. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.